Beware the finger guns. It's time for What the Spell. Hey everybody, this is Joe. Uh, welcome to What the Spell, Dwemer Design in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Kim couldn't be here because this is one of the other early episodes we did, and this episode is a little bit different than the other ones that you've heard thus far, because instead of going through the history of the spell, we're going to try to fix one, and the spell that we're going to try to fix is True Strike, and um, I don't want to toot our own horn, but we figured it out, so you have that to look forward to. Uh, I'll just get all the, the housekeeping stuff out of the way, and then you can enjoy you can see all the other cool stuff that we do because we are the Mom Hat Comedy Group at mom-hat.com. That's mom-hat.com. We stream stuff and we have videos on YouTube of us playing games and whatever. Uh, so if you wanted to see more comedy content, that's a way that you could do it. If you want to email us, you can do what the spell email at gmail.com. Thank you to the artist Halizna for the use of the song Swingin' Richards. That is the intro and outro of our show. And it is in the public domain, but I just appreciate that it's there. Finally, and uh, give us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice. We are a new podcast, and it really helps. Uh, and I think that concludes all of the bookkeeping stuff. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We're getting to the point where now we know how to make the show from start to finish without these kind of weird breaks. So let me turn the music up and enjoy our discussion where we fix true strength. Thank you. SRD. Now, Kim, do you know what that is? The Sandy Delarue, Rio Delarue. I feel like Sandy, I feel like I'm going the the. the Seder. Wait, what? Is the D Dungeons or Dragons? No, none of it was right. System reference document. It is what is essentially like the source code for Dungeons and Dragons. I saw that movie, but I don't remember it. Go on. You saw the movie Dungeons and Dragons? No, I saw the movie Source Code. I saw the movie Source Code. I, I know that I saw it because I, uh, I have a little movie ticket for it, but I do not recall that movie. But you kept the ticket. Oh, yeah. I keep the, every ticket. I paid like eight bucks for that ticket. Well, that... Mm. Yeah. You keep them somewhere? Yeah. I have them in a shadow box. Uh, actually, it's right behind me, but you can't see it because I don't have my camera on this time. Yeah. Wow. I have a shadow box with a movie ticket of source code. Just filled with old movie stubs just caked with popcorn grease. Yeah. Everything... I Dating back, the oldest one I have is Death to Smoochie. Wow. And I think one of the newest ones I have is Dunkirk. <laughs> What a cinematic journey you've been on. Yeah, I have uh, all the all the saws. Now, Kim, as I was saying, system reference document, which means this is the uh, this is what they give out to the the people. This is free. If you want to play like most of D and D, they just give it away. Okay. You just yeah, have but it. that's yeah. how that's how they get you though, right? That's how they got you. The thing you need to play D and D. There's like two things. Both of them are free. The only things they sell are the things that, like, you can do yourself. Right. So you can, yes. Yeah, so they, 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 this is why this is why Candy Crush Saga makes billions of dollars a year. But exactly, you're just you're just paying because it's a it's a pain in the ass. D and D Beyond, which is the online repository of D and D knowledge that one percenters like myself pay for. You pay money for this? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, Kim. Far out the ass. Oh wow. To have access to it. It's ba- it's basically like ebooks, but also it's actually just ebooks. It's like uh, it's ebooks, but yeah. for people who are even yeah. more nerdy. But not but, but not, e- not through Kindle though. Yeah. Kindles for plebs. Couldn't be couldn't this. be bothered to uh, only read. You had to also be super not nerdy. I swear to every god, if there was an audible version of the player's handbook, that's what I would use. <gasps> you could do that. You could do that. On the on the subject of useless objects, well, actually, no, maybe not. Maybe there is something to that. You know what? We'll put a pin in that. So what are we talking about today, man? What are we... So they, they give this spell away because that's it's just so it's so it's just so sweet, kind of. This spell is called True Strike. It is commonly referred to as the worst spell in the game. And Kim, we're gonna we're we're gonna you and I are gonna put that to the test. All right. And uh trust me, I have quite the comment section that's going to uh assist us as we need it. Um True Strike is what's known as a cantrip, meaning you can just cast this over and over again. It sounds like it could be annoying. Go on. The casting time is one action, which means it takes two seconds to do this. And it has a range of 30 feet for okay. some reason that I will get into in a moment. It is a somatic only spell, meaning you don't have to say anything. My phone went off. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> kind of like wing your hand and you do it. Mm-hmm. All right. It has a duration of six seconds. So it's two seconds to cast and it lasts six seconds. I follow. It, it's from, I, the, it's, it's, it's got some other shit to it, but here's the damage slash effect. And this is literally what it says in D and D beyond. It says damage slash effect for knowledge as in knowing something. Oh, okay. Okay. You know I mean? So you could see into the future. Right. Not like I know four things. You're right. Yeah. Or yeah. I or I thought it was like maybe like you got plus four knowledge for a couple of seconds. <laughs> see, wouldn't that be great? No. Uh here's what it says to do. You point a finger at a target in range. Your okay. magic. So alright. So Kim, I want you to keep that in mind. You have to point at it, which is not subtle your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses on your next turn you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target provided that the spell hasn't ended okay now kim having played at this point years worth of dnd can you can you see the problems with this even as it's written. I can, but I can also see how it could be tempting. Mm-hmm. It is tempting, isn't it? Right. Well, because like, what if I'm like, like, okay, well, we're going to fight. And I'm just like, foreknowledge. And I ah. point to you. Ha. And, and then I'm like, okay, he is very afraid of bees. And then I throw bees at you. Ah, ah, okay, okay. Now, hold on. Hold on, Kim. Now, you've already fucked up. I, I, I'm not surprised. The magic grants you brief insight into the target's defenses. That sounds good, right? However, the spell clarifies uh, the very next sentence. It's like it's correcting you. Mm. It's like, uh, no, actually what that means is you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, meaning that you don't know that I'm weak to bees. It's just if you chose bees... You would have advantage on using them. And in D&D terms, advantage means if you roll to attack me, 
you roll a second time. Oh, uh, okay. So that doesn't seem like foreknowledge, really. That just seems like like you're a lucky, like you're lucky, Larry. You're lucky, there, yeah, you're like you're lucky, yeah. Larry. Now, now, Kim, that's that's the first. So, so we've already covered like two things. One, it doesn't seem to do the thing you wanted, which is yeah. like I wanted to know like what you're weak the, to. That would have been. This seems like a real monkey's paw. A monkey's paw would be more useful even because it could also point and maybe yeah. do something else. <laughs> Here's the other fun thing though. And this is, this is my favorite part about it, Kim. The casting time on this is one action, right? Right. Two seconds. Now in D and D terms, you could do a lot in two seconds. Use a skill, climb a ladder. Pretty short ladder, but go on. Or, and this is my favorite part, Kim, you can attack something. Okay. Now, what this spell does is you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, which means you roll two times, right? Right. How many times do you get to roll if you just choose to attack someone two rounds in a row? Bitch, I don't know. Two. If I don't cast this spell and I just attack you two times in a row. Oh, it's the same thing. Exactly. And this is the best part, Kim. It would have been a tactically advantageous thing to do because I could have hit you two times. Okay, well, I want to play nerd's advocate here. Okay, Kim, let's play let's play nerd's advocate. Hang okay. on. Let me let me hang on. Let me plug it in. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Now we're playing nerd's advocate. So, I'm a nerd who knows <laughs> a lot about D&D in this scenario. Yes, you are. Uh, and Good. I say to you, um, actually, okay. this attack spell is very useful in blank scenario. Okay. What am I saying? What, what, what is the, who's the guy out there who's like, I love this attack because of this. Okay, okay. What's the purpose of it? Like what, so, so who, who, why, who, what, when, where? Now, well, now we're in the fun part, Kim. So let's engineer the exact moment where we are so glad we had this with yeah. us. Okay. Yeah, let's do this. So first off, you get this at level one. Yep, you I've got it. have this, right? Yep. So Pip has one. Pip has it. Great Cat has two. Level one characters are essentially just like... It's like an egg that you've drawn a face on. Exactly. Like You and I, Kim, are technically speaking level one characters in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yes. We have mm-hmm. this thing that yes, lets I've heard us that. on a single attack, we get, you know, a bit of a bonus. Okay. So what? what's going on? Where are we? Set the scene for me. Nerd. Okay, wait, what? Put, How? Me, in a, put me in a place. I'm a level... Where would I oh. be? Where I need this? At the bar. Oh, okay. That's a good D&D place. But it's like a... It's more of a tavern in this scenario. Is it a tavern like, you know, like it's a, di- a roadside diner with like a no-tell motel? Or is it more like... We do weddings here. We're a bed and breakfast. Oh, no. It's a, it's a no-to motel. With, uh, it's actually a sip and spin. There's a laundry. There's a bar upstairs. There's uh, places that you can sleep. And you can do laundry at the in the laundromat that's next door. But that's where we are. We're there. Level ones. Just a couple of level ones hanging out. Bleaching our we're whites. We're all raising hell, obviously. And bleaching our whites. Okay. So we're at the bar. Yeah. We're, ble- we're doing a load of whites. I'm having a Sir Coors Light. Because it's silver. Maybe there's vampires around or werewolves, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure you got to watch yeah. out. You got to protect yourself. Now, wh- what happens next, Kim? 
<laughs> you don't have money to pay the bartender. You know what? That makes sense. That's what I did. I spent it all at the fucking laundromat. Well, because you had to use the big machine. It's six bucks, but I mean, it's actually worth more because it would be three of the little machines and those are all $3. And so you're like saving $3, but it was a lot of quarters. And now you're I out. do that in my real life because there's, there's a dryer that costs more, but it's, it's faster. <laughs> I true strike the dryer. Like I know yeah. like I can attack this thing with double quarters and I get mm -hmm. my clothes dry. So wait, is true strike just a spell of convenience? Is that really? Well, it's, that's what's weird, Kim, because it's, it's not convenient. The, the amount of time it takes to do it is really the problem. Okay. The amount of time it takes to do it is an action. If it was anything else. So it's really like we could in our, in our turn, in the amount of time it takes to run away, just grab our half wet whites and get out of there. We instead decide to true strike. And then the try to run. Or then do or do anything, I should say. So really, it's like a bridge burning technique. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like if you use. It's almost like you would use true strike to insult. So, okay, anyway, we're getting into ourselves. So I'm I'm having my coors white, my coors white. Yes. And because it's a zombie. Silver bullet, go on. And I don't have money to pay our bar keep. Who right? Who what are we calling this person? Rose. It's always Rose. just Rose. God damn it, Rose's sip and lube. Is this when I cast True Strike? Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is your. This was your moment where you were like, "Oh crap!" I point at Rose, and I get a brief insight into the d target's defenses. What could that possibly mean? Uh, well, you could find out that she is right there. It maybe it's like you look at her and you see that she has a gun, but it's clearly very old. Mm. Oh, so, or, so maybe she'll be slow on the draw. Okay. Or it's it doesn't actually work and it's just to scare people. That's true. That's true. I'm looking at her and I'm like, if I throw my bottle at her, boy, oh boy, is she going to be shocked by that? Okay. It's her turn. Unless, Kim, you want to do something because you're here with me at this far. Okay. I uh, <laughs> choose to true strike. Okay. So you point at her also. <laughs> yeah. I'm also pointing at her. And I find out what do you find that out, Kim? what do we know? I, I find out that she is made very uncomfortable by lots of attention. Oh, okay, so that's good. And so, so two people are pointing at her, and she is made extremely uncomfortable. Now she has to come correct. So now it's her turn, Kim. So because all we've done at this point is point at her, she's gonna right. she's gonna draw that gun she had. Right. She's she's going to attack us with it because I right. that, that's the only thing that makes sense. I have now not paid her and pointed. So that's a threat. But she's but she's it's an empty threat because that gun doesn't really work. Well, that's actually up to the dice, Kim. Oh, no. There's so this is where true strike kind of becomes sort of sort of the gamble. If it turns out that gun wasn't up to snuff. One of us is shot with that gun. Okay. That's the game we're playing right now, Kim, is does she kill us before it comes to one of our turns again? But, like, you were the one that got the beer and couldn't pay for it, so I'm pretty sure she's going to shoot you. you did point at her. That's true. It made her very uncomfortable. That was very th and, and, you, and also, Kim, just to be clear, you pointed it at her after I did, so she doesn't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> okay. If we survive, then I go to throw my bottle, but I, I do like an extra good job. And you go to do, if you so choose, some other Kim thing. 
run. I run. run. I, you have an I just think that map. running is the best. It's I think like I can do this. Honesty is the best policy. It's like, cause they never see it coming. Like first I pointed at her and then I ran. <laughs> <laughs> You're going down. Bye. Not for me. I'm out of here. So Kim, that that's a pretty great. Now here's now Kim, let's rewind the clock. So let's try this again. So same scenario, you and I, both of the bar. Yeah. Okay. I okay. do not have money to pay for my Coopers White. The big dryer is so fucking good. Yeah. Even it's wor- it was worth it. It for was the worth big it dryer. then. It's worth it now. Rose knows. The Rose always knows. Oh yeah. So she comes over, and instead of truing strike Kim, I decide to just <laughs> instinctively throw my bottle. Just now, Kim, what are you? Okay. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I run. Oh, okay, I run. that still works. <laughs> okay, that's still yeah. good. Okay, so yeah. now, now we're in a scenario, Kim, where the following could happen: If Rose was somehow not dispatched by my elite bottle attack, at the very yeah. least, you have now gotten away. And on my turn, I could choose to throw. I guess that my same bottle. bottle. I didn't lose the bottle. I just threw it. But also, like I was also drinking yeah, not a not right. a Coors. I was drinking a Genesee. But but still. Um, there was a bottle right and next to you. You could grab too. it. So now I've thrown two bottles. My abandoned, because I didn't take my bottle with me. It was pretty much empty, and I just did, I didn't want it to slow me exactly. down. So, so I left it there. I was successful, and and there was no risk to me, or I have a second chance. Whereas in the former case, either I have a chance to hit her with a bottle real good, or I just didn't get the opportunity to do that. But you always run away, Kim. Yeah. That's really all the spell can do. That's all it does. You point. Okay, but it. like they don't know you pointed unless they see you. But that's it. Okay, could you slyly point? Could you have pointed under the bar? Okay, Kim, that's interesting. You ever see that thing like you know someone has their hand in their pocket? Like maybe that's something like lascivious, you know? Yeah. What if they're just casting true strike the whole time? It could be. They could. You could just be like finger gun true striking everybody. Yeah, every finger gun an opportunity for someone to just fucking cut loose. And just fuck your shit up. Well, because you don't have to. I mean, do you have to attack violently? Couldn't you just like, okay, so let's say let's rewind. rewind. Rose is upset. I'm not paying. No, 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 no. We're, I'm rewinding. Well, even, even further. further back. Back. Where yeah, are we now? You haven't even, you haven't ordered a beer yet. Uh-huh. You're walking up to the bar. You are trying to judge whether or not she's going to give you a beer. Uh-huh. So you finger gun her under the bar. Oh. Okay, so I... And you get a perception that she is lonely because she has a... She has an indent on her wedding ring, on her left ring finger. That's interesting, Kim. So what you're saying is she does not know that shit is about to pop off if I choose. Right. And if it does, I have now pointed at her. Right. But you've pointed at her... You you pointed at her under the table. She didn't see. Okay. She doesn't see the finger in her. <laughs> Jesus, I think that's the only way you could use this effectively. Because, right. Because, okay, you know what? Because it's a cantrip and because all you have to do is point at somebody, there is no particular reason you can't just have your finger pointing at literally everyone in like all always. It's yeah, always well, on. and especially if you're if you're level one, I'm an egg with a face drawn I'm on it. I'm pointing at every, everything's yeah, a I need as much perception as possible. The world is lava. 
And I'm pointing right. Yeah. I need to know everything. And so, yeah, I would point at everybody and everything. And I would just figure out like, like I need as much perception as possible because I don't have things like strength or intelligence. Like I would typically call that a very negative personality trait of someone just walking through the world. Just like point, like pointing's bad. You you don't, you're not supposed to point at things, right? There's a guy that stands on the side of the road uh, in my town and he points at everybody and I love him. Jesus. Jesus does that. Uh, you, I've told you about Jesus. He stands outside the Bojangles. Yeah. yeah, you told me about some of his good works. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's great. And um, <laughs> but there's this guy. He walks back and forth outside the Bojangles so much that there's a huge pit indent, and he is very well known. And as you drive by, every single car, he uh, like very aggressively, like emphatically points, like Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus, every single wow. car. Does he? Yeah. Well, how, and what's, well, how does he look? He has a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Boots and two braces on his arms, um, like like he has carpal tunnel, oh. and he has like a beard, and um, he looks very cowboy y. So he's a he's basically a cowboy, and he does like the finger gun, finger gun, oh. finger gun kind of thing, and he'll like wave and wave. He's a hell of a guy. Yeah, it was actually when my my family, who they are they are very much secular, when they came to visit, one of the first people that I went to show them was Jesus. You ever met our Lord? Let me show you him. He's outside the Bojangles. We'll have chicken today. And actually we did. That's exactly what we did. And we rolled down the... So he points... That's interesting because that point is incredibly threatened. I know, I know, but it, it is like a weird wave. The thing that that is troubling is people beep their horns, and if you How don't does, know... Wait, wait, Kim, hang on. I, got, I, know, I know we're talking about D&D right now, but is Bojangles okay with this? Yeah, I guess they let them use, use their bathroom. They're fine with wow. it. I think that it, it drums up business. Yeah, actually, you know what? I can see I, that. Yeah, he's extremely positive. He doesn't hold a sign that says, like, like you know, you're going to hell or something. He just says, this, Jesus loves you. Yeah. And then he has one in Spanish also. You know what, Kim? That's great. I'm a secular person, but I, I kind of like to have a guy point at me and tell me that Jesus loves me. <laughs> but anyway, maybe he's just perceiving every single person. Maybe he's just ready for shit to pop off. Yeah, he's just getting ready and he knows everything. If it happens, he has yeah. advantage at the start. We know yeah. that. Okay, so so now we know this, Kim. We cannot, if shit has popped off, we have used this already. Yeah. There is no way we didn't. That's how this is useful. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. I, I'm, you're welcome that I did that for hey, you. Kim, now you know. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You've Thanks. done. You've done today what many years of post <laughs> could not. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. You just so got to protect stupid. your neck, man. You got to protect your neck. You just gotta- <laughs> so yeah. There's one thing here that says this is someone who posted. This is this is from a fellow by the name of Texas Devon. Oh, okay. Hey, Texas Devon. Uh, he posted this February 17th, 2019. Oh, you're dead now, but okay, cool. Three days after <laughs> after he declared his love. Um, he says, it would appear you do not need to see the target of the spell in order to cast it. That's a, which is incredibly interesting. Yeah, you could be like, the, the spell, they could be in the potty. It could be, yeah. And as long as you're within 30 feet of them. Now, but someone says, this is from Sin Wolf, who posted it a month and four days later. They really sat on this. They thought and thought and thought. The first sentence of the spell's description, which, Kim, they fucking cite. You point your finger at a target in range makes me believe otherwise. To which Texas Devon responded, and Kim, I swear to God, 
15 days later. This is a slow burn. If a spell requires you to see your target, it says so. Many spells say so. This one does not. So Sin, so Sin Wolf actually, and this is the part I fucking think is great, Kim. Sin Wolf sort of uh, agrees to disagree and says, all right, I guess if you generally know, like I didn't have to physically see Rose to know, like if I was outside the bar and I pointed at it, as long as I was in 30 feet of Rose and she's in the bar, I have advantage on her. Uh, yeah, but I guess you would really, you would have had to have seen her there because how do you know that she's 30 feet away? See, I mean, that, it, it, that's what's interesting, Kim, because cause that's the that's the problem with Texas Devon's claim is the only way right. I would know that I was pointing at the thing I wanted to attack is if I knew it was there. Really, the only way that Texas Devon's theory works is in the situation of a bathroom stall where the person, you see the person go into the stall, the door closes, but they are trapped in a stall and you can point at the stall and you know that's where they are. If I have their last known location. Yeah, because Rose could go, she could go, you know, get somebody a beverage over at a table off in the corner. She's working the bar she alone could be bending. Wednesday. Yeah, she could be bending over to, you know, replace one of the the kegs or like maybe a tap is empty. She's going to go down into the basement. You don't know that you're pointing at her unless you can see her. So I guess in theory, Texas Devon is right. But in practice, that's not really valuable. It's not valuable. That's not a valuable little tidbit. Yeah. Text. And it's basically like if I'm just pointing forward all the time, which if I have this spell, believe me, that's what I'm doing. If I'm just pointing forward all the time, there could literally be like a vampire right in front of me. If I don't know to attack that, I may as well have not. Like, it's functionally useless if I yeah. don't know if the thing is there and I'm pointing at it. Yeah. Pretty so, cool. yeah, that's that's uh, that's theory versus reality. So, yes, Tex, in theory, you are On correct. Paper, in reality, that's not a, a way to functionally use the spell. Right. A lot of people hate this spell and a lot of people are like, this sucks and it's useless, and it's stupid, and no one can use it. I'd use it all the time. I'm a, I'm a, because I'm a coward. That's the fucking thing, Kim. That's the part that I think we've cracked is everyone's been looking at this the wrong way. You, you just have, you just have it on. You just have it yeah. on constantly. Why would you not? Just yeah. point at everybody. Finger blasting the entire room. And, if, and this is the thing, Kim. If anyone tries to step to you because of this, fucking you get a free shot with advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, this is very threatening. Well, I feel like we really cracked it I and really learned something. This has been my time. Bar tip your weight waiter. Your, tip Rose. your bard and wait staff. Well, I pointed directly at her and made her very uncomfortable. Probably she's uncomfortable because people keep pointing at her. Maybe that's what it does is like, that's why you have advantages. They're just so shocked you pointed at them that you just get to get a free shot at I, I'm going to try that in a real fight. If I'm ever in a real hey. fight, the first thing I'm going to do is point at them. Hey, and then slap. Bam. What did five fingers say to the face? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, the only, it's the only thing he's ever done that's still funny. It, it, it does hold up. Uh,
Only that one bit, though. Anyway, um, this has been, um, what's the name of this one? I've been, call, I've been this, calling it what? No, no, well, no. But oh, the, the True Strike. The, this is True Strike. True Strike, yeah. yeah. So, this is, so this has been investigating True Strike. And if I was going to put my nerd hat on and I, and I was like trying to be supportive of this spell, I think that we did a good job representing what it's good for and kind of debunking a lot of the, like what people hate about it. They're not using They're not it using right. using it right. And listen, by the way, if you have True Strike, just tell your dungeon master, unless I say otherwise, I am always casting this at everything I can see. <laughs> yep. If I'm within 30 feet of it and I can see it with my little hairy eyeballs, I am pointing I at that. I look discreetly. with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, Kevin. That was very good. Thank <laughs> you.